to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Lumi? Just waiting for our guest, but welcome to Tuesday Talks. Um, It's just going to be me for now. Daniela is taking care of herself, so make sure if you... Um, are following Daniela, go follow her and go give her some love. Go send her, just shed love on that woman because she's just amazing. I have so much love and respect for her and uh, she'll be back soon, but she right now is going, needs to take care of herself. So make sure you go send her some love. Let her know that we're missing her on the show. But today we have Anna on and I'm really excited. The Minding My Business is all about elevating your business, your mindset, and your life. We bring on powerhouse women that have had amazing transformational stories, continue to build anew, stay in their lane, mind their business, and continue to do legendary, extraordinary things. So with that ado, I see Anna's on. Let's bring her on right now. Hello. Hello. <laughs> thank you How are so you? much for being on Minding My Business. Oh, I love this. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, I mean, we got to hang out. We got to hang out for like, what, five hours on the boat. I, you're just, I know. You're just an extraordinary woman. Like, I feel like your Instagram does not do the soul of you justice. Like, I really feel like you just, um, you have just so much light. And we wanted to make sure that we really brought that on because that's what this is about. You know, this is about just the core of the person and how we're going to get into the whole story pretty soon. But welcome for those. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I know it was like a last minute thing. I've been running around, but I'm super happy to just get like in touch with you and like talk a little bit about everything. When we did meet, I think it was like an amazing connection overall that I wasn't even like expecting anything out of it, but it was just so beautiful to meet you in person and to actually share that experience with you and how we connected in different levels that I feel like the journey, like everybody needs to experience this now, yeah, so <laughs> you know? One thing, I don't know if I told you, cause I did ask you super last minute to come on and thank you for coming on. I just flowed organically, but uh, we're getting, we're raw. We're raw, we're authentic. That's one thing I really loved about you. And I'm sure we're going to build a beautiful friendship. And this yes. is just the beginning. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about all things. But, of course, share what you want to share. You don't have to share anything you don't want to share. And it's just freestyle. You know, we want people to Love get it. to know you. And this platform yeah. is really to celebrate you. You know, that's awesome. what it's about. So, I love it. So, I know we got a lot of, lot of Anna fans here. Um, she's an online fitness coach, personal trainer, and hormone specialist, but you are so much more than what you do. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the core of you. And um, what got you, what got you into the line of work that you do today? Let's start there. Wow. So I grew up with an eating disorder. Um, I had a lot of health issues. I had a lot of body dysmorphia. So I, I, I was born in Venezuela. I grew up here in Miami. Um, time progressed when I started, when I turned 14, 
I started grabbing the gym as like my release, right? I was with a lot, a lot of stress in my life. People may think like, what, can, what stress can you have at 14? I had to take care of my family. So for me, it was like a lot of weight on my shoulders. So with that, my health became my last priority. Myself became my last priority. Everything was like taking care of everybody else. So I put my food on a, food aside. I hated to eat. I had epilepsy. I was having seizures every week. So it kind of started being really bad. At the age of 18, I, was, I already started my company of doing hair and makeup, and I was doing events for bodybuilding. So when I saw the whole world of like fitness and bodybuilding, my mindset was like, okay, this is healthy. Like I would love to look like that. I barely eat. Maybe it teaches me how to properly eat. So let me just join and let me get involved. Yeah. As the journey progressed, I got a lot of bad coaching, a lot of bad, bad dieting. My period stopped for several, several years. Um, my health just kept getting worse. So then I started studying myself about um, hormones and about nutrition and training because I wanted to know why is it that I can look a certain way and still be healthy? Like, why do I have to struggle? Why do I have to rebound? So I started pretty much when I was 18, I started studying all this. And that's how my journey kind of like evolved in the fitness world, but not in social media yet. Social media happened in 2019. Yeah, I didn't think so. Was social media? Yeah. I think it was, I mean, it started getting really big, what, yeah. like maybe 10 years ago or something like yeah. that. But, um, so really you got into it to find out answers for your, the things that you were struggling with that nobody was really giving you answers for. Because I remember talking about that too. Um, when you, how are you able to... I guess like uh, the biggest thing is like mental resilience, right? Mental strength and mm -hmm. resilience. Um, you do so much more than just the gym. Like when we were, we were, we talked about, gosh, so many things. Um, yeah. I'm so excited about this. I topic. actually have that word tattoo here, resilience. Ah. Because it's a pattern in life that we attach to 3D things. We attach it to, okay, I wasn't eating because of stress or because of this. But in reality, the root of it all is like, I didn't feel loved. So what happens is my main root of every journey that I went through in my life was to prove my mom and like my family that I was enough, that I was worth it. It was to prove that in our culture, sadly, right? Everybody looks at appearance. Like my country is very about like how you look. It's like Miss Universe. Every mom wants their daughter to become Miss Universe. So when you're a child and they embrace this in your mind saying like, you have to look this way. Like I went to an academy and I was in a diet since I was like three years old. Like everything was like so strict to look a certain way. My mind attached to, okay, if I don't look this way, then I don't get love. Like I don't feel love from my mom. And it's not true. In reality, the journey that I went through, even like my mom is my biggest blessing, but she didn't know how to, she didn't know what she was doing either. She was racing me the, the best way she thought if she was raised that way, she would feel love for herself, right? So this is a pattern that people don't realize. Like when we're growing up, our parents, no one's perfect. And that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful journey, but it makes you who you are. And the reason why people raise kids a certain way is because they thought if they were raised that way, they will felt loved. So at the end of the day, it's a perception of that person. And it goes through generations and generations until you cut the pattern and say, I need to heal my traumas. I need to find really deep down inside of me, 
what is it that I need to fulfill? Not finding someone else to fulfill it for you because it all comes down from inside, right? So as I grew older and I developed a lot of health issues, at the end of the day, the root of it was I wanted to feel loved, which in reality, that's what we all want in life. We all seek love and acceptance, right? So the journey that I took upon, that I was very harsh on myself, that I was taking care of my family since I was a very young age, I assumed the role of being a father, which nobody told me to, but I wanted to prove them I could. I wanted to prove my mom that I could, that I was worthy, right? Little did I know my entire journey was a pattern of that. It was a pattern of proving to people and or giving like more than I could so I could feel loved. Mm -hmm. So it's like, when do we realize that love has to come within and that each pattern in our life is telling us a story that, hey, you have to love this, mm -hmm. you know? You can't seek it anywhere else. You can't, yeah. you can't try to get approval from people. You can't try to convince people or like beg someone for that. It has to come within. So it's like I went through a different journey. Like right now, and this is like fast forwarding, but it's like we don't realize what we go through life, and we keep ourselves. We keep asking ourselves, "It's like why us? Like why do I have to go through this? Why me? Why not?" It's yeah. a beautiful journey that God chose this path for you to grow to a bigger purpose, to a bigger self, to a higher self for you, right? So when you guys see that as Every struggle we have in life is for us to grow, to become the best version of ourselves. And all we got to do is be grateful for every experience, whether it makes us feel pain, whether it makes us feel joy, everything in life, every emotion shall pass, right? When we avoid that, and what I did for, since a young age, because I had a big trauma with my father, um, I numbed my feelings. Since I was three, that was my biggest traumatic response is when I was three years old. My dad, it was, it's a deeper story, but um, yeah. to sum it up, it was like, I wanted to, I didn't feel like I was wanted, right, for my father. He wanted the boy more than the girl. So then my parents separated when I was two. At the age of three, I got a really, really traumatic response when I was in my car, in my mom's car in the back seat, and I said to my mom, shh, tell him I'm sleeping. So that, that shh happens to me that every every chapter in my life I numb every emotion to not feel pain therefore I wasn't I, I would I wouldn't cry because I will became like this vessel of like oh I have to be like the strong I can't show emotion so what happens I wake up one day and I'm like okay it doesn't matter what I do how successful I am or how many people I help, which is my true purpose in this world, is like I want to help the world. It became I became so numb that I was like, "What? What am I doing this for?" And then that's when you realize like the work has to go in. It comes from within. So this journey is such a beautiful journey, and until we actually see it for what it is and take away that perception and that judgment and that hatred towards people around you towards things that have happened to us is therefore you're not able to see the bigger picture. You're not able to see what God has aligned for you until you say I'm done suffering until you really, really mean it that you're done suffering. God has a better plan for you aligned. 
yeah. but until you you are done you won't receive yeah. And I think that's one of the things that we spoke about that day, too. I mean, we went. <laughs> we, we spoke the whole freaking time. <laughs> yes. yes. Five hours. And then again, I think we meditated on the boat. That was like like a, a open-eyed like meditation. But mm -hmm. speaking of meditation, I know you're heavily into meditating. And I, and I know that, you know, like the gym can only take us so far. Um, yesterday I shared in my stories that I needed a, I did need like the whole morning to energetically recalibrate myself. And that's what I say, like, I need to energetically recalibrate, um, because words carry so much power, but, um, what are some of your non-negotiables that keep you even to this day? Because you have a lot of people that, you know, count on you. You still have responsibility of people that you don't even know because of the impact that you have social presence. And yes. How do you keep yourself to this day, like mentally strong in days where you don't feel like showing up? Oh my God. Days I don't feel showing up. There's a lot of those days more when you're working through your healing yeah. that you can't really show up. And it's understanding. And that, that was the biggest factor for me because I'm such a perfectionist or I was a perfectionist, control freak. Like everything had to be a certain way. And if it wasn't like I would just, it would destroy me. It wasn't until I started working on a deeper level and healing myself that I started accepting that it is okay to stay away for a little bit. It is okay to recharge yourself alone. Because what happens, We this is a beautiful platform that we have to not only encourage people, but to share energies, right? We can share energies through a screen. So what happens when you're not 100% there? What happens when you're actually feeling all these emotions do you really want to project that, right? So I try to be a tr as transparent as possible with everybody that follows me. But the main source that I brought this platform into life was because I wanted to inspire people. We all have a lot of tough times. We all go through a lot of downs. And I give them enforcements of like, we're all going through some very bad times, like keep your head up. But you have to have time to charge yourself. Right. With that being said, it's like there's some days that I am absent and I allow myself to accept it. I allow myself to be OK with that because I'm also a human being. I'm also living here the same experience that everybody else is. So I want to show up with to everyone with my best version. And how can I do that if I don't actually put in time for my soul? So there's times that I can't show up. There's times that I don't do stories. I, I used to do way more stories. I would say a few months ago before I started going through my awakening. I was going and doing a lot of stories, a lot of stories. Then I went through a lot of downs, a lot of things that I had to overcome inside. I had to heal. So I had to detach myself from social media. I still kept a presence that will tell my people how much I love them and I'm still there. But I needed to be okay recharging myself. So what are my musts? Before, before this awakening, my must uh, working out was more important than anything for me working out and I was a workaholic so for me I had to change that I had to make sure that what is my new habits that's going to help me heal because now working out became so normal it became like taking a shower right it wasn't anymore about yes it still helps with my mental health but I need deeper work because I've been doing that since I was 14 not missing it one day so I actually stepped away from the gym I had to step away from something that was so normal to me to really, really be in tune with my soul.
So meditating was something that I incorporated. And I actually tell people like, you don't have to, if you do it first thing in the morning is a beautiful thing. Cause that's when your brain cells are more active. And this is when you can become more focused throughout the entire day. You bring a better energy frequency if you do it in the morning, but let's say you had a busy morning and it didn't go as planned. Don't get overwhelmed because you didn't do it. So I, I do it in the afternoon or midday, you know? So I try to involve it anyway. So it keeps me aligned. And one thing that I've been trying my hardest is to journal. Mm -hmm. So journaling is a big step because we all have these million thoughts in our minds, right? But when we actually put it in paper, we can organize our thoughts and truly know like, okay, I have either all these ideas or I have all these things that are coming up. Instead of overwhelming myself, I'm going to write them down as I'm thinking it. And then I'll put a plan together. So I was always a planner. So I was trying to do something different that would cater to my healing process, right? I also bought this amazing book. I don't know if you guys seen this before. I'm going to share this with you. I saw this on an ad. Um, and it's pretty much writing in, in an entire year, your vision, you're talking to the universe. So it's so beautiful because it shows you how you have to write like your morning manifestations. And then it, it shows you the intentions for the day. What actions are you willing to take? Then it says, okay, what are your afternoon manifestations? So it's constantly doing the homework. It's constantly reminding yourself, like, what is your true intention? Like, why are you doing this? Because a lot of times we do things without having an intention behind it. And that's when we lose ourselves, right? So this book, I absolutely love. It's like a little notepad. It tells you truly how to speak to the universe. So it gives you like a little backend story. And for those people that don't know how to really, how does it work? I think it's such, it's a guide for you to actually start writing things down, talk to the universe, see your intentions, be more intentional with everything you do throughout the day. So I love that. And that's like, like my new thing right now. I've been trying to like stick to that. And I've been allowing myself to be okay if I miss a day of working out. Before it was crucial. Before I could never miss a day. God forbid I'll miss a day. Was right? it the so, energy of guilt? Was it the en energy of judgment? Was the energy of, like, what was the energy behind that that you couldn't? Because everything, if we think about it, is really a choice, right? And mm -hmm. I know we talked about this self critic that we all have and that's why i think having that type of journal is so powerful because it takes you out of your predominant habit based past thoughts and it gives you like you said the power of intention and be yeah. very intentional to have more of a forward movement mindset mm -hmm. what, what was that that as to why you can't because it's because remember these are these are for everybody that's watching yeah. them you know maybe they're struggling with that right now in their life so for me, the emotion of not going to the gym was failure. It was sad. It was disappointment. It was not loving. It was, I would say to myself, if I don't work out, I'm ugly or I'm fat or I couldn't see myself in the mirror. It could be one day. Like my thing with the mirror, even when I was competing, I could be at my lowest body fat. I was, I think the lowest I got was 9% and I was there for too long. So it also affected my health. Mm. I couldn't even see like, it, I wasn't in a happy place. I was miserable. So for me, like the gym came, instead of actually being something that I loved, it became something that if I didn't do it, I felt like a failure. I felt like ugly. I felt like it wasn't like, I wasn't being true to myself. So you and felt like it was like a punishment. 
correct versus like um now you use it as a form of like therapy and like I get to and you enjoy it so yeah, yeah. so and that's how I started it started as a therapy but I became obsessive about it it became like oh my god this is everything and then as it became my job this is what happens when you become it becomes your job then you have to have the balance of it right because you can't even though we love something so much we eat breathe the what we love but if you don't have that disconnect and truly know your intention behind it then what is how how is your relationship with yourself like how what is the purpose of it all right so for me was understanding that it became a very unhealthy mindset the relationship with me in the gym I was abusing it. I was even working out three times a day. Mm -hmm. I was living in the gym. So, and it wasn't like I was doing CrossFit. I was doing weightlifting. I was swimming. I was doing everything. Like, I would wear myself out. And it would be to a point that my joints were hurting. I'm like, why am I so much in pain? Like, I'm not even enjoying anything. And people would tell me, stop and smell the flowers. And I was like, no, I'll do that whenever I'm done with like the hustle and in reality is understanding that there's more to life right it's not just passing day by day it's truly that intentional self it's truly being intentional with everything you do every moment every moment in the now because we all think about in a week in a month in 10 years what about now how are you feeling now this present moment what are you doing right now to fulfill that beautiful heart? You know, you so it's, you mentioned something. I always want to pause, like when I want you to like yeah, yeah. something. So I don't mean to interrupt you because no, I'm like, no. oh my gosh, she's just dropping so many times. <laughs> like, no, like, please interrupt me, please. Like, hold on, wait. You, you hit. I mean, you're hitting so many powerful concepts, but I really mm -hmm. want to make sure these concepts that people understand. Like, you literally, the one thing that like working with high end achievers and like top executives and people like yourself, like everybody, the common thing that happens that you just talked about, and I want you guys to, to listen to this, is the the merging of um, thinking who you are is what you do. So what I do is who I am. So if you start to, maybe the business goes down, your whole identity goes down, and why then people, you know, not even go depressed, but they become suicidal. Correct. You know? mental health aspect of it but you just you just found uh realized how to self-realization of wait a second what i do is not who i am correct so let me take care of me yes. and what i do people that i serve will that will they will get taken care of correct. what where was that point in life where you were able to understand that you got lost in your work and then so, how, how to pull yourself away from it yeah, I got completely lost, to be honest with you. And you go through this emotion. It's kind of like depression. I got completely lost when I figured out, like, I had no emotion towards things. I felt very empty. And that was the beginning. I, that was actually July last year. Before It was right after my birthday. So this Saturday is my birthday. So it's been a year of healing. Saturday, this Saturday is your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> This Saturday. So it's been an exact year of my healing process. And I went through, I had a therapist, which he's amazing. And that's how I started because I've read many books in my life because the reason is I was giving myself therapy. When I was younger, I couldn't afford therapists. My mom couldn't afford it either. So I was like, let me read. 
So Joe Dispenza was like my, my top one. And then I'll read um, Tony Robbins. I will read so many books and I have a gallery. Right now this year, it's like I want to reach 50 new books and kind of go back to them because when you go back to them in a different phase, you understand and you grab something different. So I was doing my own healing and I was so lost. I was everything that I didn't think I had a trauma respond started arising. And as that arrives, you're like, wow, like this is deeper. And I have to understand that I have to be okay with who I am and not attach it to anything that I do in life. Cause anything that you guys do in life, you're more than that. That is just a, an add on like, Oh, this is something I do here. It's, it's very interesting. Cause I was reading a book and people introduce themselves as like, Oh, I'm a lawyer or, Oh, I'm a doctor. No, who are you? You are not your profession. You're not what you do. So it's like, that's a part of you, but who are you as a person? Right? So I started working really deep into my healing. I started crying, which was something that I was just like, <laughs> I need to cry more, right? I need to feel those emotions. I started doing retreats. I started going more in depth with truly what was inside of me that I had to heal because our traumas will arise at a certain point in our life. And when they do, you're going to be facing them. And actually, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. Like, what are you going to do when it comes back in your life? Like, are you willing to let this go and completely heal from it? Or are you going to continue dragging this? Because if you are, you won't grow as a person. You won't become your best version. So it got to a point that every year for me, I will be so harsh on myself. I'll be like, oh, I have to hit this point. I have to open this many business. I have to make this certain amount of money. So I was a very workaholic person. And when it got to the point of my emotion side that I was like, oh, my God, like, I feel empty. That's when I realized, like, I'm like, I have to change, completely rewire my brain, completely let go of that mindset of, like, if I don't work this much, I'm not being loved. If I don't provide this much, I'm not being loved. At the end of the day, all we're seeking is love and acceptance. But yet, we don't realize that we, the first love and acceptance has to come from us. So until I was able, I would like, even this therapy is beautiful. It was one time that I was just, I sat in front of a mirror and I just stare and I truly, truly stare. And it was just such a beautiful, beautiful therapy that it gets to a point that I'm like, my point here is I want to be able to stare myself for longer than five minutes because my challenge was like, I never liked to see myself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So it's like. It was such a like big awakening for me to realize like, hey, you, I love this and I have to be okay with this. And it's not about the shape or form. It's not about none of that. It's deeper than that. Like I have to love everything about myself. So it's a journey that you have to do daily. It's a journey that I'm still working on daily because we do have those weak moments because we do have reality that hits us. We do have everything around us that is still not there yet. They still haven't been awoken. It's not their time, right? So you can't, you can't project this or you can actually try to project this to people. But in reality, the only person that needs approval from all this is ourselves, right? Yeah. So it was a big time for me um, since last July that I had 
to go through a lot. <laughs> I went through a lot. And that's when I kind of like disconnected a little bit from social media. I was really a slave to my social media. I was doing stories. Like I did a hundred stories a day. I did content every single day. I would mind you, I was designing my swimwear. I was fulfilling orders. I was doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. I was developing another app. Like I didn't give myself time to breathe. And when I had that time to breathe, all I had stuck was like, oh, I have to deal with my emotions. Because at the end of the day, what I was doing, I was numbing everything. I was numbing all my traumas. I was numbing emotions until I had enough. I'm like, okay, I, I, I need to go through this to be my best version. Because I felt like stuck. I felt like there's only one way out and it's, I got to work on myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of it, you're you're covering so many like beautiful things, and thank you for being so vulnerable and raw because this is really the conversations I think are so important to be like to have because mm -hmm. on the outside people look at you and they're like, oh, she just has it all together, she doesn't understand, but they don't understand uh, the work behind the work. So it's like always prepared because every single day the work could be just doing meditation or just laying, listening to you know healing. You know, yes. that work or even um, just walking outside, like just take a walk, you know, put your feet like barefoot on the ground, feel the energy, just be yeah. grateful. Like another thing that I, I actually preach a lot is the gratitude, right? Gratitude is sent, center us in life. Right. But we all have gratitude when everything's going well. But what happens when we're really down? Where do we forget that? You know, it's like having again that habit of like, writing down like what's your must for the days and it has to be something that you do daily so when we hit those hard times because we're all gonna have it life is up and ups and downs and that's a beautiful thing that's a beautiful experience about being alive so it's like learning okay when i'm going again through a, it's gonna be tougher but i'm stronger every time i go down i get stronger and stronger mm -hmm. so whatever god needs to put in my path for me to grow and keep serving the world bring it on i'll take the pain but now how am I going to come out of the pain? All right. Remind myself because our biggest challenge is this one right here. This is it. Our mind. So let's mm -hmm. overcome our mindset. And by doing that, you're able to be unstoppable. <laughs> hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meet up with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. I, I asked this question a while ago because um, it's so important. I mean, it's so important, especially when we talk about gratitude. Um, we've been through different journeys and segments and we all have the same emotions. We're all human and that's what makes us so connected at the same time. But when you, you are, when you do have days where it, you feel like it's the lowest moment or you're having anxiety or you're having depression or you just are feeling low and you don't feel strong and you don't feel capable of things, like how do you 
what tools do you use to get yourself to feel gratitude? Because it's one thing to say it. Mm-hmm. And if we talk about vibration and feeling and frequency, because our emotions are to guide us, to let us know hey, we're on or we're connected or we're disconnected. But what, what tools do you use to help you feel appreciated, appreciation and gratitude when you go? So when I go through a lot of lows, the first thing I start thinking is what's right. Like the most simplest thing about life, because what happens is when people focus on what's going wrong, they're going to appear. A million things are going to appear. But if you also focus on what's going right, what you have as a blessing, trust me, you're going to have abundance of it in the same mindset of sadness, right? So one thing for me was I want to like when I feel down, I like to isolate myself because I I don't want to share this frequency of energy with anyone. I have to feel it in. I have to cry it out. I have to write it down. And lately, what has worked for me, again, the same thought of journaling when you're very sad, when you have all these angers or emotions, whatever is going through, write it all down. Don't even put it pretty. Write down everything, like everything. And then after you do that, that you let go and release that, start thinking of what's good in your life. You're going to write under what is good in your life. Hey, you know what? Today I was able to open up my eyes. Today I could breathe. Today I have hands and feet. Today I can walk out of my door. I have a roof over my head. So there's so many things in life. And every time I think about gratitude, I think about the smallest things that we all take for granted. Mm -hmm. Because it's sad to say, but until you meet someone else that doesn't have an arm or doesn't have a roof over their head, then then you start appreciating. Instead of realizing that everything we take for granted, everything is a blessing. Everything's a gift. God gifts us with things to utilize them for a purpose. So we get lost in the path, but it's therefore that's why we go through struggles to realign ourselves. So writing things down when I'm on my lowest has helped me heal so much. And writing it down, and as I'm writing it down, I'm saying, I'm letting go of this emotion. I'm letting go of this thought. I'm letting it go. Whether you want to burn it, you want to cut it, you want to toss it, whatever it is, is a form of release. Would it come back again? Yes. If the thought comes back again, it would. You do the same thing again. It's an exercise. The mind is a muscle. Your consciousness is going to receive all that energy that you're letting go and that you're receiving the new one. So I will continue writing it down. If it comes back again, I'll write it down again. I toss it again. I will let go of this emotion. I am open to heal. So repeating powerful words words help you understand great new worlds yeah <laughs> there's <laughs> what you said <laughs> it's it's the the way you say things like to yourself because at the end of the day when we speak out loud we're speaking to ourselves right so when you say things by rewording a lot it will change your mindset it will even change your energy frequency so by changing your in- energy frequency guess what everything comes more because now you're open to receive now you see everything differently. So it's understanding that this is a journey that is worth working on every single day. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it, I mean, there, there's a few main ones because this is time is like just like flying. I was like, wait, I want to make sure there's like the core, <laughs> the core questions, but I always like to make it flow as well. But um, yes. speaking of like the, the words and the transformation and the, the like amazing shape shifting you've done in the last year, 
there's always a few, there's two main questions that people are always asking. And so I always like to make sure that we cover them. In the process of growth and change, if we are, you know, are the five people we surround ourselves with, when you're going, when you went through that change and, you know, people don't realize like we keep going through it. Ideally, it doesn't end the, the growth spurts. Mm -hmm. um, but how did your friend circle shift as you change? Because when you change, the conversations are going to change. Like you're talking about the intention is going to change. Oh my God. Yes. So for me was look, well, growing up, I, had, I know a lot of people would have, I was never attached to anyone like that. I was never really attached to friends or even family. I was my mom and my brother were the only family I had here, a few cousins, but it was never an attachment because I was always a workaholic. Right. But when I went through this journey, I had more people aligned and attached to me. Right. Because within this pattern, I made people rely on me for everything mm -hmm. until somebody told me. The loved ones that rely on you, if, they, if they're so dependent on you, and if you see that the day of tomorrow you're not here, can they still breathe? Can they still talk? Can they still eat? And that really shocked me because I had so many people depending on me into an extreme way, even on making decisions that I was like, oh my God, I'm hurting them. Mm -hmm. So when I went through this healing, by that mindset, when it really hit me, I'm like, I'm actually hurting all of them. And... It's bad. So I need to detach. So what I did was I literally separating myself from every family member, like everyone into a way that I got hatreds. I got people saying like, I don't know why you're changing. I don't know what happened to you. Like all these things around me that I had to be strong enough and understand like one day they will understand. And if they don't, it's not their time to, but I always love them. But People react so differently when you actually start taking care of yourself. Yeah. And it's so sad because I wish everybody took care of themselves mm -hmm. because when you actually start caring for yourself, you, you, you actually realize that you can receive, like you're more open to feel the love and you're more open to give more. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but that journey hit me hard because the people that I least expected gave me their back. The people I least expected said a very, very harsh words to me because I was isolating myself. That's all I was doing. I was isolating myself. And I even explained myself. I'm like, I need to go through this healing journey and I, I hope you understand, but I need to like step away from everyone. And that was like also an eye opening for me because I understood that sometimes it's not, they're not ready and you can't show up and give this if the person is not ready. So I had to really dig deep into that and heal from that because that also created a trauma of, wow, like so much that I do for everyone, but no, I expect nothing but people to be grateful. To me, the biggest blessing and biggest gift is for people to be grateful in life, just be grateful. And I got none of that. I got worse, I got the opposite. And to me it was just like, wow, it didn't matter how much I gave when the time was being as a separate, we all separated. So it yeah, is tough. And it's it's tough. like yeah. that people could eat. You could have easily closed your heart off. You know, there's a oh, lot yeah. of people that they're just like, well, what's the point mm -hmm. if, if how people behave, especially the people that I love the most, yeah. you know, they would just, you know, 
um, become even more emotionally unavailable. And that's something that I think is, like I said, this journey of working on yourself in every aspect, in every way, is a challenge. Because it's it's okay that people around you are not going to understand. It's okay that people around you are not going to be want to be around you. And that's okay, but some people can't take that. And that means you're probably not ready. But the bigger picture of all this is think of it as one day it will be their time. And one day they'll come around because I have the faith and believe they would. And I, I have faith that everybody can truly love themselves and find themselves, right? Um, but I was very judged. By separating myself, I was very, very judged because my entire life I was a provider. I was everything, right? And people got more than used to that. So yeah. it was, it's tough. And and same thing that I tell my clients is like, because when I do this and I do coaching with my, my women around the world, which I'm very blessed to do so, the journey of health and fitness is not just for the best. So it's not just for have a certain body. It's deeper than that. Yeah. Training is not hard. Nutrition is not hard, right? What is hard is your mind. There's a challenge is that your mind is going to get every single day fighting you because you're getting uncomfortable. You're doing something for yourself that long term, we've never taken care of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a pattern that you're constantly battling your mind, not the gym, not dieting. It's deeper than that. So any journey that anybody takes to heal and to work on themselves, it will be challenging. But it also is for you to face yourself in the mirror and says, are you ready for this? Are you ready to become the best version of yourself? Are you ready to pass this chapter and create a new book? Because mm-hmm. if you're ready, well, trust I'm me. the answer is no. We're never ready. That's what people never. Understand. There's never, you're never ready. And, and like, yeah. And, this, like, and the scariest part, because it's scary, is the unknown. Yeah. But what I saw as scary, I saw as opportunity. In my life, I was always uncomfortable. I was always comfortable with being uncomfortable. That was my life journey since I was a little girl. So that was imprinted in me. So whenever I felt some sort of comfort, I would actually feel bad. I was like, oh, what is this? So I would try to do something else to create an uncomfortable emotion towards me, like what I was doing. So with this, it's like, how do you, how are people daily work? to become comfortable with the uncomfortable for that bigger purpose. Yeah. And I wanted to go back. One of my favorite quotes, I literally just told, um, like my angel, she's one of my angels. She takes care of my home. Like it's like, just helps me feel supported because you know, when you get caught up with so much work, we need to make sure we have a strong support system in place. And, uh, I was just telling her, I read this one quote, I forget who had written it, but it's always forever been an imprint and a, a big a turning point for me and when I share it with others. And it's self-care is giving the world the best of you versus what's left of you. And I think, you know, especially women have such a hard time with, like, feeling bad when they start taking care of themselves. Uh, do you get a lot of that? Um, and when you started taking care of yourself, you mentioned, too, you just – like all the emotions that came with it and the people that you had to release um, sometimes momentarily, sometimes ever, that's one of the, the risks that come with the growth work. Oh, for sure. 
I was always isolated from a lot of people. Um, and that's why like, I, it also became my traumas. It also like aligned with everything that I needed to heal. But in this journey of healing, I had to understand that I actually learned more that my attachment to providing was that self-love, right? It was, I needed to feel loved. And therefore, I was a slave to everything that I did. Because if I wasn't a provider, then I wouldn't be loved. So to me, it was a shocker when I truly, truly realized my patterns in life. I had to, like, I, it had to be, I, I didn't care what came about. I, it didn't matter who stuck in my pattern, who stuck in my journey. At that point, I had to think, like, I want to be better. I want to give more to the world. I'm not just my family. I want to give more. Like, my purpose is bigger. Like, I want to help the world. How do I do that if I'm so stuck and I'm not healed myself? Like, why? Because somebody's going to judge me or they're going to be mad at me because I became distanced. No, my, I see a bigger, bigger vision in all this that I'm doing. So with that being said, learning how to be in the present moment, learning how to intake and be more mindful of the now for that bigger purpose will make everything easier in this journey. Mm -hmm. It's not easy, but it will make it easier. Understanding that you have to take life as a day by day, mm -hmm. minute by minute. Right. Because there's a saying you're here today, but in a few hours or tomorrow, you don't know where you are. You could be mm -hmm. somewhere else. Right. We don't know if we're going to be alive. So therefore, yeah. we have to enjoy every single moment in our life, whether you're sitting home, whether you don't have a job, whatever it is, you have to see the beautiful part about it. Every journey is an experience to grow. Don't ask why. Just have faith that you're going to be strong enough to overcome it. Because with that faith, with that belief, you can overcome that and more. At the end of the day, we're driven by beliefs. If you believe you can't, you won't. If you believe you can, you will. So your belief is stronger than anything. So believe in everything that you did when you were a kid. Believe you're unstoppable. And you will be. At the end of the day, it's us. Like It's the, our only competition when people say it's like oh there's so much competition of people doing the same thing no your only competition is that person behind that mirror like is you versus you there's only one of you in this world and this is why everyone's so special mm -hmm. it kills me how people are so um unaware of the value and they're so stuck in society of what that person has or what they're doing and what they're not doing instead of actually utilizing that energy and loving yourself and finding who you are. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know who they are. And we are in this journey of learning who we are. We're learning because we change, we evolve. We never know who we truly are. We work yeah. on it every single day. And but I think people, people think yeah. they think like it's easy. And I love how you say like it's been like, a, um, and I know you're probably just started <laughs> i feel like you're just getting started i love jayla's like and i'm just getting started I'm like, yeah. yes but, just um, getting started you know I, I think when you talk about you know you take it day by day so it's not so overwhelming because as you said you know when you work on when you're in the gym you're really shape-shifting your mind and um changing belief systems as you're training so you're using exercise as a tool to help change beliefs in the mind, but the only way to change beliefs in the mind is through giving yourself the opportunity to have new experiences. And with that, with that, like it takes time. It's like the body, like we don't just stop 
we don't just work out one time and then that's it. Like it's a forever thing and our growth is a forever thing. And I think you, you shared that beautifully about how you just take it day by day. And actually like being one thing that really resonated with me was being mindful. Because we become a robot. We start doing things and it's just automatic. Like you don't feel any emotion towards it. You like everything's just on auto, autopilot, right? Mm-hmm. But I was reading this book and it's called The Power of Now. I don't know if you read it. The Power of Now is very beautiful. I'm actually gonna start reading another book of his. But when I was driving, even him saying, like, feel the steering wheel. Like just acknowledge like where you are sitting now. That truly resonated with me because even working now, I was on autopilot. It was so, it's, again, it was like putting shoes on, right? So everything was so on auto. What was my intention behind it all? So when I truly started coming into that mindfulness, I was just like, okay, what's my intention towards this? What am I, everything I have to ask myself, what is my intention, right? And same thing, like social media. Social media, everybody sees it as different ways, right? At the end of the day, this is a platform that allows you to connect with the world. It's a blessing. Um, What do you do with a blessing? Whatever you think you're supposed to do. Now, don't let it consume you, right? Don't let it blindfold you. Don't let it make, like, lose yourself towards social media. Therefore, people will see how many followers you have, how many likes, how many comments, who saw my story, who did it. Like, that's a, a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Truly be mindful why you have this platform. What is your true purpose? Instead of asking, like, how do I grow social media? Grow your Social media and everything in your life and your journey will grow if you're fulfilling your purpose, who you are. Being authentic, being who you're sent here to be. And truly, like, finding yourself and working on your healing, you won't know that. You will still seek to find it and copy everybody else because you haven't seeked it upon yourself. So understanding that this healing journey, in any age you are, in any career you are, whatever it is that you're doing in life is the most important thing to truly come with yourself. So being on auto, not being mindful, makes you also feel lost. And I felt that when I started this journey, right? And we have multiple awakenings in our life. Every chapter in our life, every time we go through shedding layer, meaning a discomfort, you lose it all, you're starting maybe a new job, you're starting a new family, that's a part of awakening, like rebirth, right? So every time it gets harder because you're in a different mindset and you are stronger than you were three years ago. So therefore learning every time you go through these hurdles is the only thing you could do is learn why am i going through this what am i getting out of this okay so okay i went through a hurdle okay what am i learning out of this how do i become better how can i handle handle this the next time it comes around so that's how we progress and become more mindful with everything it's just like this journey just opens up the eyes to many things in your life. It's not one thing. You can't pinpoint it like, oh, this is what changed that. No, it's like you open this door and then you have a hundred more. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> there's more. So what you're saying is there's so much more to, oh. to the personal training and the fitness and the eating right that will open up so many doors to you becoming awake. Oh my awake God. And feeling good, feeling good. I think um, 
we all, it's an emotion, right? So if you're happy, if you feel great, if you feel energized, if you feel healthy, guess what? You're projecting a brighter light, right? When you're not giving yourself that love, your light was going to come come down a little bit. So when you do that, when you start working on your health, working internally, so when you start healing yourself from inside, your light projects, therefore, everything around you grows. Everything. New things come. And then you're like, oh, my God. Like, wait, I wanted this. Now it's here. So now you start seeing yourself as everything that you had dreamed of or wanted in life. Now it's coming at you. Like, And there's no warning. It just comes at you the same way that you go through hurdles without a warning. Same way you're going to be receiving when you're ready to receive. And you're like, wow. Like, this is how it feels. Yes. Yes. It's it's a beautiful feeling. It's a beautiful Thank feeling. Thank you, perfect time. I always try to transition the questions in. I'm like, oh, I got this. Okay, transition time. <laughs> so the, the transition for this is because I got to see you and your soulmate and see yes. you guys actually like, like your energy of just how much you guys complement each other. And it's just so beautiful. And I told that to you. I was like, you know, asking you questions about how you guys met. And, yeah. you know, and then, like, how, not like we're going to get into it because that could be a whole nother IG live. <laughs> the, yeah. the point of, because I'm going to be having this conversation um, with one of the girls I used to coach. And now she's just completely evolved because she's done the growth work. She's done the deep healing work. And, she, and her relationship and her partnership has expanded but for those ladies or gentlemen that are single and they are looking for things outside of themselves to fulfill them or to make them feel love or whole or you know what would you be able to share because you did that you guys met what seven months ago yes mm -hmm. seven months ago and you guys have been inseparable since but you two are just so divine together mm -hmm. like I was like it makes me excited because I'm like oh God is showing me like <laughs> Mine is coming. <laughs> but oh, no. And this is like a the whole different life that we should yeah. do for relationships because I, it hasn't been easy. It yeah. has been one of my most challenging relationships ever. Like, we've been through a lot in seven months. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot. Like, when I tell you, like, he came in my life when I was going through my healing, right? He mm -hmm. came on a calling. Like, I actually write a lot about the universe and what I want in life. It's something that I've done for years. And... I actually wrote him into existence and whenever I thought and I told God, whenever you think I'm ready to receive, please bring this person to me. Now, that person, little did I know, was going to rise all my traumas, every trauma that I haven't, that I yet had healed, right? So how did I overcome? Like, this is a whole different... Well, you're, you're going on a topic that I wasn't going to address. The, yeah. the, 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 the intention, the intention yeah. okay. of, of that specific question is when you started to not try to find love outside of yourself, but find love inside of yourself is when you had then attracted a partner For sure. worthy of yes. actually your love well therefore is like what we were saying prior to it's like if you don't work on yourself and finding out who you are what is that you want what is that you like whoever comes around your life there's gonna be good or bad but it's truly what you're asking for at the moment little do you know right so we get those partners that we're like oh it's toxic right it's because at that moment you're living that emotion 
whatever trauma you have inside, you're living that frequency. Therefore, you're attracting that person. So if you want to attract the partner that you truly desire, first of all, be careful with your words because the universe listens to it all. It's going to bring you whatever you ask, right? And at the moment, you're like, oh, my God, this is horrible. No, it's truly what you needed in order to heal that part of you. So really understand who you are as a person. And as you're going through this healing, understand that until you're not there yet, you won't receive the true desire partner, right? But therefore, all these experiences that you people have with their past, with their exes, isn't a beautiful experience because every experience that's brought in a partner has shown you something that you have to heal and work on yourself, right? It's been an experience that we all have to see the beautiful thing about it. Everyone in your life appears for a, a purpose. So see it as it is. Don't hate, don't judge, don't have resentment because at the end of the day, that's only venom for a soul, right? Yeah. It's let go, release, and understand what that experience was to you and how you're going to overcome that. Therefore, whenever you're ready to really receive that partner that you truly desire, you have to really know who you are more than what you did last year you have to heal some patterns right and don't look at a partner and say okay you're my only one which is something that we embrace in ourselves like oh this is the only person no because love is unattached love is just is love is not control love is not judge love is not jealousy love is letting it be understanding that is a choice you're there with that person because you want to be, not because you have to be. And it goes both ways. And understanding that whatever that experience was, it's beautiful. And if this is my experience, enjoy the now with the person. Enjoy the present moment. What, whatever it is, enjoy it. Learn from it and move on. And the rest, when you start enjoying everybody's present, whether it's your partner or a friendship, and truly enjoy the moment with that person, they value so much more. Because again, everything in life is a choice, right? People think love is, love is very understood. People try to control, people try to have jealousy over power or like you're only mine. No, love is just is. If you're mine today, if you're, we're together with each other today is beautiful. Tomorrow is not our journey, that's beautiful. It's okay. We just got to let go. Yeah. What you just described is something I learned a year ago of the difference between conscious love is the love you're describing. It's a lot of God love. It's, it's um, even though I don't agree with you and you're doing something I don't like, I don't want, and it makes me sad. I know I don't, but I still love you. Mm -hmm. And, there's another form of love, which a lot of people don't realize. And I had to learn this from a relationship that had ended a year ago. And it was a form of love from manipulation. Like you were talking about your family. They're like, I love you and you behave in the ways that X, Y, Z that I want. But the moment you change your mind, then I don't love you anymore. And, right. and there's different forms of love. And that's, that's a conscious love and it's just so beautiful. Like literally as you're talking, you like gave me chills. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so divine. Uh, There's a video I'm gonna share with you, which is so beautiful. And every time you doubt it, every time, there's a lot of videos that I go, cause we, again, we live this human experience. We kind of get lost. It happens to all of us, our yeah. doubts, our insecurities. 
are things that are just arise for us to work on, right? It's not for us to like beat ourselves down, right? And understanding that life is so precious and understanding that everybody in your path, everybody that's in your journey is just a blessing. Everything's just beautiful. And the only emotion that we should have is love and acceptance towards everyone. Why judge that person that supposedly made a mistake? If we don't make mistakes, we don't grow. Everything in life is a pattern of making mistakes. Do not trust your kids when they lie to you as kids. So why, therefore, we're imprinted in our mind that someone does lie because whatever reason, there's internal reasons to them, we have to judge them, and we therefore we have to have hatred toward them. You see? Or, or no, oh, I can't trust this person anymore. No, trust God. At the end of the day, and that was like my biggest factor. The reason why I talk about trust is because my biggest thing when I was growing up was I had somebody in my ear saying, don't trust no one. Don't trust, don't trust, don't trust, don't trust, since I was a baby. Therefore, like I, I, my dad was, to me, a person that wasn't ready to be my father, but it's okay, it's beautiful, right? But therefore, I had something here, and I had to overcome that trust is bigger than what people have seen it. You have to trust God because you can't even trust yourself that you won't make a mistake. Everyone needs to make a mistake in order to grow. Therefore, trust God, love, and have faith that everything in life is beautiful. Stop judging. Stop having hatreds or whatever it is. Like Even like envy. Envy is a form of knowing that, hey, you want a better life for yourself. See it as it is. Oh, like you see this person. Oh, my God. Oh, they had this. They had that. No. In reality, the bigger picture of all this is like, you want something better for you. It's not attached to that person or what they have or how they look or anything like that. It's like, you know, inside you want more for yourself. So see it as it is and understand that nobody's here to judge. No one. Nobody's here to have anger. We're all here to love and accept. It's just society has built this culture upon us that we have to be so evil like between each other yeah and i think we i think all of us have lived long enough to know that it just doesn't feel good to be in that and if you've lived many you know years in that space then why not try of love and gratitude and acceptance thing because everything is duality everything has like it's either love or fear it's it's hate or love it's judgment or acceptance but it's the complete opposite and then and then finding the art and learning the process of how to be uh how to operate from a space of love and acceptance because that's a whole nother journey on its own is learning oh how to that space and and when like you said to be so self-aware that you catch yourself yeah. oh I'm why am i hating on that person because mm-hmm. i lack but i don't have anything you know that i'm inspired by you I'm inspired by you. I want to befriend you. I want to understand, like, how does this woman operate, man? Yes. Like, this Amen. is a freaking powerhouse. Like, Amen. I'm, we're blocking our blessing. Yes. Because God gave a beautiful woman in front of me to befriend. Like, why Why would I think about you? You're so beautiful. Your heart, your mind, your body, like, everything. You know, no, it's, it's a blessing. And like you said, like every time I meet a soul, I'm like, wow, so beautiful. Because there's more. Everybody's purpose is beautiful. Everybody's journey is beautiful. And it's understanding that. And also something that we don't really see, because 
Again, when you don't understand who you are as a person, we're all driven by energy frequencies. So whoever you're around, you're gonna share the same thoughts. Therefore, there's a very good saying that says, hang around with the people that you wanna be like or you wanna succeed. Like if you wanna be a millionaire, hang around those successful people. Why? Because we live in an energy frequency. So whatever they're projecting, you're gonna be successful because you're sharing their energy frequency. Vice versa, it goes with everything in life. Take it as the littlest thing in the world. You hang around a group of girls that they all they do is gossip and talk bad. Guess what? Even though you're not that person, now you're sharing their energy frequency. Therefore, you're going to start thinking like that. It's not your thought. It's their thoughts, but you're sharing it. So what happens when we don't truly know who we are, we get lost in that. Because we start hanging around people that a little bit we know, it makes a huge difference in our pattern. I never understood that as a kid. My mom will always be very, very hard on, don't hang around those girls, don't hang around those girls. Like, why? It's like, oh, you hang around that group, it will determine your future. But they also didn't know the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that we actually feed off everybody's energy. Yeah. Therefore, we become, we're all one. We are mm -hmm. all one. We're all connected. And understanding that, you realize, like, oh, my God, this is not my thought. Let me cut it out. Oh, my God, this is so negative and bad. Not mine. Let me, let yeah. me release that. Right? So we have to come more into and again, with self-awareness, with working on ourselves to truly understand our patterns in life. Yeah. <laughs> and the people we attract, I, um, I want to, well, I can't believe it's already been, like, an hour. My God. <laughs> literally, like, keep going this goes um but one thing i want to share that you had said beautifully and shared through like your stories and your experience that you know everything in our life is an extra expression and even the conversations that people were talking if we are confused they're just mere feel like yeah. internally even if we're not projecting it out because it starts from inside like you said it's a thought first mm -hmm. it starts inside that that only hurts you right. about you even though you don't want it to be it is about you and so everything is a mirror we got to look at it as like thank you for letting me be a segment of myself that needs to be healed correct um, and it, it's all like you said it's all a um, reflection and taking it a step further if you're living with someone and they bring problems from work home now they're stressed and they're sharing that frequency of energy with you Therefore, now you start creating a fight for no reason. You're like, wait, why am I mad? It's because everything's a share of frequency. Same thing as the mindset I said, oh, don't trust anyone. If you go into a relationship, a friendship with that mindset, don't you think they're also feeding on the same frequency? Therefore, they're going to feel like, oh, they don't love me. They don't believe in me. They're expecting me to fail. So therefore, that person is going to do things that they wouldn't do because they're seeking love. Mm. so they're living on your own frequency very common the woman's man or woman are insecure or they've been cheated in the past they go into a new journey a relationship without healing that right and understand that cheating they're not cheating on you because everything's a reflection they're cheating on themselves there's a bigger picture when people cheat right so going into a new journey without understanding and healing that you already have that in your conscious mind so you come into his relationship, you're like, ah, oh, this is too good to be th true. Ah, he's going to fuck up. Oh, he's going to cheat. Guess what? That mindset, that energy frequency, he's going to receive it. 
now he's going to start acting on things that he wouldn't normally do. He, would, he wouldn't even understand why he's doing those things. He just does it because he's living with your doubts. So therefore, he, he attaches to, oh, my God, I just want to feel loved. This person's not really giving me love. They don't value me. They're like all these thoughts and get, therefore, it happens again. It's a ripple effect. But until we really heal that inside, that pattern won't stop until that person, because truly your partner, if they're found, if they're truly in a different path in their themselves and they truly know who they are and they know what a frequency is and they know this is not my thought, this is not me, it's not something I do, they can't catch it, right? So therefore, you have to work on yourself to understand I have to release this if I want to have a better relationship with my mom, my, my man, or my friends. I have to release this trauma because they're living within my frequency as well. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, right. and I think it's a perfect time too because you're. I'm like, this could continue on for an hour, but I know, and over an hour, and it feels like it's only been ten minutes. Um, if you could leave people watching the replay or people that are still on here, one golden thing to take with them that you believe is going to transform the way that they move about in life, what would that one be oh my god i know <laughs> after everything we spoke one thing um like if it was one thing because there was so much and there's so much to cover that people could just be so overwhelmed but like what would that one thing be that one thing would be prioritize your self-love really really take care of yourself first and so for so many people, it might sound selfish, but it's truly selfish not to do so because therefore you can't give your best version to everyone that you love. So truly, truly prioritize yourself and everybody else around you will be okay. So. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. What an episode. We definitely have it to do with continuation because you are just so much than what you share and post and I'm so honored to have you on and to get to know you and to be a new friend and to Yay. you know right next to each other I'm like gym is right there so I know I, I live on like, I, I live on Miami there. Beach but that gym I love so we definitely have to train yeah, yeah. for sure well, and well, save this because if we can share this on a post that would be beautiful so yeah, please please save it I took notes on your like like some really powerful things you were saying. So I was paying attention. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I know. But thank you guys for joining Minding My Business, where we're here to teach you how to elevate your business, your mindset, and your life. And Anna, thank you so much. You have just thank shared you. so many diamonds. And uh, we're going to save this. So God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much. We'll thank you for even you. sharing this with the world. You're doing a beautiful beautiful action and beautiful gift for the world out there so thank you thank you thank you and god bless you and keep doing this because you're a star oh, thank you well, one to no one <laughs> love you guys bye, bye Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to tanyacoliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.